Hello, Nathan Foster here. Welcome once again to the Renovare Weekly Podcast. Oh, we have a special week planned for you in order to celebrate the release of some recorded interviews that James Catford did with our dear friend, the late Bill Voswig. In these interviews, um, some of the last recordings I think that Bill did before he passed about his work with healing prayer, and in them, Bill gives some teaching, but lots and lots of stories. So I want to encourage you to check those out. You'll find them on the Renovare website under the resources tab and then click online video and audio. In order to uh, celebrate releasing those, I sat down with James Catford and talked about some of his experiences with Bill Voswig, healing prayer, and what he learned through the years. Also this week for our weekly post, we're going to have a number of articles, um, uh, one on Bill and then something on healing prayer and something that James put out uh, as well. As always, thank you so much for listening and enjoy. James, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you very well today. <laughs> so glad we get to, to chat ab- about one of, uh, one of my favorite people. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Bill Voswick. Yes. H- how does one even begin to describe Oh Bill? boy, what a guy. Well, his comedy was something that struck me you know, straight away. He was such a fun guy. I mean, he would laugh and laugh and laugh. <laughs> and oh gosh, the stories you could tell about him. It's extraordinary, um, you know, because he was very earnest, very committed to the things that he cared for, but he loved life and he was intrigued by life and he enjoyed people. Hmm. And we would just laugh so much. I mean, the, you know, it, it, extraordinary. Um, we had a time, I remember, when we were serving communion just the two of us you know him and me we were just we had a simple bread roll we had a small cup of wine and it was after a very um very significant prayer experience that he and i went through where he prayed for me and um quite a remarkable time and at the end of it after this very, very earnest experience, we were serving each other communion and we stumbled over the words we said. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I stumbled, then he stumbled, then he giggled, then I giggled. And it was the most amazing thing because we laughed and laughed and laughed. And it wasn't sacrilegious. It wasn't profane. It was simply a joy that wells up. And um, (laughs) he expressed that. He expressed this love of people and joy and incidents. And that prayer time was one of the most significant experiences of my whole spiritual um, uh, journey. And yet laughter (laughs) came with it. I mean, you know, there's laughter. The heavens, there's a laughter in the heavens. There's a joy there um and bill was a, a wonderful example mm. of that i he really struck me because here is a i mean he's very he can be very serious and yeah in terms of a speaker i mean this you know kind of larger than life yeah run you know um yet he was so playful 
and yeah, just such playful. a joy to be around. Um, mm. It was just, it was difficult for me. I wasn't used to meeting people like that. Sure. Sure. Well, 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 of course, he was so good at embracing feelings. So mm. he was such a liberated individual that he could go to tears as easily to giggling and joking. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. he was a man who could, and I really admired that. I mean, I remember as a young man myself, when I first saw him, I was in a room with our team, actually, with colleagues that you and I have been with for many years. And I watched him. And across the other side of the room, another guy on our team had just uh, been um, through a very tough time. And we were in a worship experience or something completely unrelated and Bill Voswig is looking at this other person across the room. And I can see that Bill is in tears. Mm. And I'm thinking, what we're singing, we're singing, we're not even talking about this person that's been through a very tough time. But the depth of feeling that Bill had for other people who were struggling would drive him to tears. So here you have a man who could both laugh and cry almost in a very short in a space of time. <laughs> and that breadth of you know, feeling, I found as a young man myself, I remember thinking he was much older than me, but I was thinking when I'm his age, mm. I would like to be like that. I would like to be able to go through the range of that. And of course, even as a young man, I realize if you want to be like that as a older person, as a senior, that journey starts <laughs> early. You know, let's begin yeah. that journey right now. How do you become the sort of person who can be touched by the sorrows of other people mm -hmm. and yet laugh? as well i mean i mean what kind of person does that and how do you become that kind of person mm. i mean you know jesus i think was 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 a person who was able to experience and go to the different aspects mm. of, of feelings and i think that's the most remarkable thing mm. to consider i love that the f full range of emotions in oh boy a liberated person how do we mm. become liberated people to be fully human yeah. in, in the good and the bad? And, um, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The, the, yeah, the freedom to be both. Uh -huh. It is uh -huh. for freedom that you have been set free, Paul says, Galatians, isn't it? Mm. Five. And, you know, this, this whole idea of the freedom to express how we feel the freedom to be human, to be fully human. Extraordinary. <laughs> what wait, a wonderful vision. Now, wait a minute. That's not very British of you to <laughs> laugh and cry. At the <laughs> well, I've had to come to the United States a lot, you know, for you to teach me all this, Nate. You know, look at me. It's amazing. <laughs> How, I mean, let's maybe work with the question. How do we become people, you know, like that? 
fully liberated for the expanse of emotions that life brings? Well, I think we do, as Bill would have done, um, as all of our team, we believe, you know, would have, let's just focus then on the interior. Mm -hmm. So it's who we are on the inside comes out. We know that. We all know that. Whether it's a U.S. presidential election, (laughs) (laughs) dare I say it, um, (laughs) Who we are on the inside does come out, as the ancients used to say, eventually your petticoat will show, <laughs> if you know what I mean. You know, who you are underneath will will come out. So let's look at the, the interior and let's look at Jesus's, um, you know, who he was on the inside, because I think that Bill was living something out of that experience mm-hmm. of a renewed, transformed, the interior. So it's, it's this thing. If Jesus was the human, if he was fully human as well as fully divine, what was his interior? Mm-hmm. Because if we can understand the interior of Jesus or something of the, I mean, I'll just settle for something <laughs> of his interior then then we start to become the people that Jesus was. And so Bill, I think, committed his life to this. I mean, very seriously. There were lots of joking and laughter. Very, very earnest. I mean, I remember, I remember visiting him. We stayed a few times on the San Juan um, um, you know, those wonderful, beautiful islands off, off the Seattle coast there. Mm-hmm. And um, the last day of one, I stayed with him, just us two. And we stayed together on this beautiful island, looking out over the sea. And on the last day of, I think, my first time there, on the last afternoon, he said to me, I know, James. Let's get down on our knees and confess all our sins to each other. <laughs> and I, I took a deep breath. I gulped and thought, boy, would you really want to do that? I mean, he was so committed to following mm. Jesus. Mm. Now, for, fortunately, our ferry was about to come in and we, <laughs> you got the hook. And we, and we didn't have the time to complete the task but that was the kind of guy he was he was he was always you know pushing on pushing on pushing on Mm -hmm. let's go there james let's you know do this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let's let's experience this so if it means confessing all our sins to each other let's do it Mm -hmm. let's let's Mm -hmm. just to do it now actually the yeah, next time the story, I saw James. him, well, the next time <laughs> I saw him was on the same islands. We went back again, probably two years afterwards, and um, and yeah, he he. Um, I said to him, Bill, you may have forgotten what you said the last time, but you know, Bill, I'd like to do that exercise. Mm. So one evening on a a secretarial pad, I wrote out this confession. It took me a long time, I must say, a whole (laughs) evening. And um, the next day we went through the exercise. And 
and um, it was an extraordinary experience. Mm. Now, now you're leaving out my favorite part of that story, James. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the bit in the middle? Yeah, when um, you when you read it to him. Oh, I read his it to him. So. But the, the, the next day I read this and I'm the one that's now very earnest. I'm reading through this. I, and my rules were this. I will not skip anything. I will Anything I can think of that can go into this confession, I will put that in there. And so I don't want after this exercise to go back over it and think, yeah, but I undercooked it. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't really tell it as it was. So now there are things I won't. As I'm doing it, I'll forget, but but I will do everything. And 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 the other rule was once this is done, it's done. Mm-hmm. I'm not going back here again. We're not going to repeat this whole exercise again. So we we go through this exercise. He doesn't interrupt me very much. At once or twice, he looks rather bored <laughs> and i said come on bill this is this is this is this isn't easy for me come on and then and then he says when do we get to the interesting stuff <laughs> when do we get to the interesting stuff and i'm saying this is interesting bill <laughs> this is interesting um and i think he's meaning the serious um, you know, stuff and uh-huh. um but anyway, that was a remarkable time. And at the end of it, um, um, and in the evening, that evening, we take the papers and we take a baking tray out of the um, a stove in the kitchen. We take it outside and we set fire to these. Mm. And um, uh, we watch the ash float out across the, the ocean it's a lovely evening it's a it's um chilly but the wind catches it and then just halfway through this the fire goes out and i say oh that's fine bill we've done our bit and he says no 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 we wait we wait to watch the whole of these papers burn mm. and go and so they float out across the ocean and it was the most extraordinary thing and then we turn in and that's Mm. and that's it and it's the following day that we serve each other communion and um and we have this laughter experience um and i don't know what really happened that that day but something in heaven Mm. changed something shifted within me and i think shifted externally something happened and um we laughed and our sides were splitting and we Mm. fell off the chair (laughs) and we were just overcome with this release this joy Mm -hmm. um and that was bill he was able to to go there and i and i think it was an extraordinary thing Mm. amazing the story of bill and just just to give a very short um please it, it's so fascinating to me how back in the early 70s, late 60s, you've got my dad pastoring a little Quaker yep. church in Southern California and Dallas Willard being there teaching yes. Sunday school. And and then across the street is the, was it Shepherd of the Hills? The Shepherd of the Valley. Shepherd of the Valley. 
this huge yeah. Lutheran church where, where Bill pastors. And yeah. it's interesting because I've now heard it told by different people, but my dad tells this really interesting but kind of funny story about Bill coming to my dad and, or no, Dallas coming to my dad and uh, saying, let's go to Bill's church because Agnes right. is preaching. And, and he, his, this he, is Agnes, Agnes Sanford. Sanford, yeah. Yep. And, and so then, and he tells it so well, I won't try and uh, uh, <laughs> repeat it in terms of what he learned from that. Um, but then you have uh, a few weeks ago, I released on the podcast a teaching Dallas did um, on right. the prayer of faith. And he referenced uh, Agnes in that again. Um, so I just think, you know, had this time and space, how all these things came together. And Agnes's work really launched Bill into this incredible ministry of prayer and healing. Well, it did. And he learned um, you know, off her. Um, he spent several ye- years after the pastorate, after he was the pastor of this remarkable and very uh, big church, um, he spent several years uh, to work, um, you know, um, and listen and watch the way um, um, you know, Agnes Sanford operated. And after years and years of this, the ministry that he then started of prayer um, and preaching also, but particularly to pray for individuals. And it's really out of her learning, um, her teaching him, that I, in a very small way, would hang out with um, uh, Bill and try to see how he worked mm-hmm. and to, to to listen to him explaining things. And, and really, that's what's the background of um, of this discussion today, because I had the privilege of interviewing him mm-hmm. over a few hours. Actually, we went back to the island again, the San Juan Islands. Oh, that's where you recorded him, was there? Yeah, uh-huh. and we got a, a. We just sat down, um, you know, opposite each other, and I would just ask him things. Now, this is based on me having watched him, having traveled alongside him both in the United States and the uh, UK. And then as he would talk to audiences or pray for individuals, afterwards he and I would talk and I would ask him, why did you do that? What was that about? When you said this, why did you say it? What was going on there? Why did we pray in that way and not this way? What were you receiving? I mean, just detail, Mm -hmm. detail, detail, because what concerns me is that healing and the prayer of faith you were mentioning earlier, these need to be be understood as a whole, but also broken down into their constituent parts. I mean, Mm -hmm. we can get very granular in prayer, I think. I think we need to, actually. I think I think God is more than capable of handling us, um, trying to probe and understand, to go f- further in on this, and to build up what is really a very 
sophisticated understanding of this. Not that prayer isn't very simple. I mean, your dad um, has said some remarkable things on this. In his book on prayer, Mm -hmm. he says a very interesting thing. He says this. He says, in one sense, um, um, healing prayer is incredibly simple. It's like a child asking her father for help. But in a different sense, it is incredibly complex, involving the tangled interplay between the human and the divine, between the mind and the body, between the soul and the spirit, between the demonic and the angelic. Now, I think that's a really choice piece because it balances the simplicity of prayer, um, you know, healing mm-hmm, prayer, mm-hmm. but also the complexity of it, <laughs> the complexity of it. Um, and I think we need to work with both those. Mm-hmm. We need to be never afraid to start as a child, prayer a simple childlike prayer but never be afraid to probe never to feel that we will break the gift if we try to understand it never be afraid that we might spoil it or Mm. or 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 um you know hollow it out Mm -hmm. by trying Mm -hmm. to understand it but even in our sophistication to never lose it's a simple, simple childlike act. It's mm-hmm. amazing, most amazing thing. I mean, this was Jesus. Jesus was both childlike and complex. And and many of us are trying to understand how do we hold on to our childlike faith, but also go deeper mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. it. And that's the great paradox here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're kind of both important pieces that the other should not be neglected at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hold the two together. Yeah. Now you, you had the, I mean, these tapes that you put together, they're just, yeah. they're just fantastic. The thing that I found just so helpful in it, I mean, it's not a formal teaching per se, but no. you get Bill telling stories and in its entirety, when you look at all of them, it begins to paint this picture of, how we begin to work with this idea of healing prayer. Um, yeah. Just, no, I think that's right. Just wonderful. Now, okay, so we're, you know, releasing these on the website um, under the resource tab in the online video and audio section. And we'll put together a package of it where there's the, the uh, recordings, and then also we'll have some articles uh, attached with that. Um, what would you say then in terms of, these uh, interviews that you're able to put together, um, what will people find helpful in listening to them? Well, what's, what really um, uh, strikes me are really three elements here. I think there's something that he tells us um, through these interviews, and I found them a fascinating experience. There's something on the kingdom Mm-hmm. There's something very consistent about the you know, kingdom with other teachings that we have. The availability of the 
kingdom. I mean, if you've ever wondered what does that mean and what does it feel like and what does it do to us in practice, this is a good place. You'll mm-hmm. see it because he has, and I don't mean to use an overly technical term here, but he has a Christology that is very consistent with the teaching of this, that Jesus did expect us to in some way be able to do the sorts of things that Jesus himself did. I mean, Mm -hmm. he did say to take my yoke and learn of me. Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting idea that to learn of me. He's expecting us to watch him and to watch how he did things. And even, of course, at the end of his earthly time here, he said we are to, to attempt to do everything he taught and said. And, um, and that's the great invitation to step in. He didn't. I mean, Bill was very much of the view that um, Jesus was expecting us to begin in some way to do the same kinds of things that he did himself. Um, Now, there's lots we could say on that, but he did expect that. Um, uh, You know, he did expect people to begin to experience it. So there's something around kingdom Mm -hmm. that I think you'll, you'll spot on this. There's something around faith. Now, if you've listened to Dallas on the prayer of faith, you'll see some wonderful parallels here. There's something about, and again, this is uh, really about the fine texture of faith. There's something about how faith plays out. And we'll hear in those interviews how Bill himself understood faith, Mm. what it is and what it isn't. We think that you have to summon up faith um, as if faith is some way of getting God to do things God doesn't really want to do. <laughs> but because we have the faith, mm-hmm. he's got to do it because we have <laughs> faith. And there's a lot around there that you'll find interesting. Um, and then this, and then the, the third piece is there's something about people that will strike you. This is somebody who really hones the prayer of faith and healing to people. He's very person centric Mm. is bill. It's very intuitively tuned to what a person can handle. So for example, um, bill would joke at times, even in the most, some of the most serious, and painful experiences. And you think, Bill, how can you get away with that? Now, the reason he does it is he's trying to drain off any angst or, mm. or concern that the individual has. And he so understood people, he knew how just to relax us. Just let's just relax here. And Bill's ability to to work with people as they really are, as as to work with their fears and their phobias, to get all that angst out Mm. of the way and pray directly, pray meaningfully, pray very 
appropriately for the physical, emotional, and spiritual condition of that individual mm. person. Mm -hmm. I think you'll spot all of those, the kingdom, faith, and the individual. Yeah, that's, I mean, you nailed it. It's all in there in, in just such a beautiful, easy way to see. Um, hmm. I mean, I think this is a really good um, introduction to the tapes. And I think what I would hope then is people to listen to them and then let's you and me come back and dive a little deeper into what okay. actually a prayer of faith and healing looks like. And, 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 and here's the catch to all this that I found really helpful in working with Bill and also with you is it doesn't have to be a, I mean, it's something so different than what I've seen in other expressions yeah. of kind of showy or, you know, flashy kind yeah. of thing. It's a very yeah. earthy. It's very, uh, you bet. um, and, and for us to do and practice. Yeah. Okay. So Let's awesome. do it. Thank you so much, James. It's fantastic. Okay.